0: Here in the fourth episode of the Next Gen Fan Podcast, I will be discussing the second half of the Washington Commanders 2022 schedule and giving you my keys to the Commanders getting a win. All right, so with the first half of the 2022 Washington Commanders schedule, I had them at 5-3. Now, moving on to Week 9 versus the Minnesota Vikings. So this is going to be at home on November 6th. The Vikings have a lot of receiving threats and Kirk they also have Kirk cousins coming back on a 1-year deal. So one of the keys for the Commanders to get a win here, the defensive backs need to play well. They need to be able to cover these receivers and you cannot give up the deep plays. You need to play deep, let the underneath stuff come in. You cannot let them beat you over the top. So the second point I have is special teams needs to play well. This game I am predicting it to be a close game, a shootout. So the Commanders need to play well on special teams. They added Percy Butler in the draft. They also added Christian Holmes. These are two guys who could be helpful on special teams. But overall, your special teams you can't have mistakes. You can't have missed extra points. Can't have blocked field goals, blocked punts, all of that. And then finally. The commanders need to control Justin Jefferson and Dalvin Cook, the two stars on this team. You cannot, them um, run all over your team, because they will, and they can take over a game. So, I'm predicting this as a loss. I think that this is going to be a game where the commanders think that they've got the upper hand here, and I think, like I said, it's going to be a shootout, and I believe the commanders will lose here. Coming up next, week 10 at Philadelphia at Lincoln Financial Field. So this is going to be on Monday night. Monday night football, November 14th, 8 15 PM start. So this is gonna be Carson Wentz's first time coming back to the link. The commanders are gonna come in here, no, they're gonna be five and four coming into the link. And now this is when you really have to as a defense you really need to stand strong here. The Philadelphia Eagles have a lot of receiving threats. You know, they've got Devontae Smith. They just traded for A.J. Brown. They have Dallas Goddard. I'm not really going to count Jalen Rager as a receiving threat just because he's really not too... He he really has kind of shown that he did not deserve to go in the first round and so far really hasn't been that productive for Philadelphia. But they still have a lot of receiving threats. And again... The defense, of it's really coming down. This offense still, obviously with Carson Wentz, needs to be productive. But it's the defense that really needs to keep Hurts and his offense in check and really control those receivers and stop them from making the big plays. The defense also needs to get off the field on third down. Washington often struggles to do this on defense. So when you're faced with the opportunity, cannot commit dumb penalties. Got to make sure you get off the field on third down. So that is another key important thing. And then, same as last time, you got to keep Jalen Hurts in the pocket. Cannot let him run all over you. So, I am predicting a loss here. I think that the Commanders will have their second straight loss of the season. And they are going to move to 5-5. Five and five. They'll be sitting at 500. Going to Houston on November 20th. So, this is going to be their second straight road game. And... Obviously, the Houston Texans, so they're going with uh, Davis Mills. You cannot let Davis Mills build up his confidence. Do not let him make the easy reads. He's a young quarterback. This is going to be a lot similar as what I did for Jacksonville, just because Davis Mills, he's a young quarterback. You cannot let him build up his confidence. You need to rattle him. You need to throw him off his game. Next, the commanders. You can't make any dumb errors they can't commit any dumb penalties, do not make any dumb decisions. And then finally, you need to sack Davis Mills. This defensive line had a lot of trouble last year with sacks. They really need to get back to that because they are coming up on some contract uh, decisions soon, and you can't keep everyone. So you need to know who you should keep and who you shouldn't. The D-line, also, this pressure is really going to help out the secondary, and that, that, that secondary is going to be very key for Washington in this season, so you have to make sure that your defensive line is getting pressure. I am predicting a win here, and the Commanders will move to 6-5. and five. Moving to Week 12, they're going to be at home against the Atlanta Falcons on November 27th. So, with the Falcons, they traded away Matt Ryan, the guy who's been there for a long time. They drafted Desmond Ritter, and they also signed Marcus Mariota. So, not too much of a threat at the quarterback position. However, you do need to make sure that you are still going to be bringing pressure on the quarterbacks, and you need to score early. Do not let this game become a shootout. This is often how Washington loses these games, is they go in and they don't take advantage of... of, opportunities that they have you need to make sure you're taking advantage of those opportunities you need to score early and then you need to score often and you also need to limit Cordero Patterson we saw last year when the commanders faced them in week four that Cordero Patterson when used in a similar role as of Debo Debo Samuel he can be a troublemaker so the commanders need to keep him in check I'm predicting a win here and the commanders are going to move to seven and five Now, from here, the Commanders are going to go to New York and face the Giants on December 4th. So, I do not have any keys to the game for the Giants, and this is my reasoning why. Every year, Washington will face the Giants twice because they're in the same division. Every year, it is always a close game. It doesn't really matter what players are on each team each of these games is always close. Somehow, Daniel Jones looks like Brett Favre every time he every time he faces the Commanders. Somehow, and then when he faces every other team, he looks like the normal Daniel Jones, who is a above barely adequate NFL quarterback. This, these are going to be dog fights. These are going to be close games, like they always are. But Washington, I am predicting that they will win in New York. And we'll move to eight and five on the year. And now, coming into week 14, they will have a bye week, and this is a really, a really tough bye late in the year. Coming into this bye, you need to have, you need to hope that there are no injuries. You gotta come in here with very little to no injuries, and you need to come in above 500. That is, those are two keys coming into this bye. Now, coming out of the bye, again, they will face the Giants at home. And like I said, the Giants games is going to be a dogfight. They will lose at home to the Giants and fall to 8-6. and six. Then moving to Week 16 against the 49ers. They are going to be at San Francisco on December 24th on uh, Christmas Eve. Game start will be at 4 p.m. So, obviously, the so far... And right now, currently, the San Francisco 49ers still have Debo Samuel. So with that, the commanders need to be able to stop Debo Samuel. Obviously, San Francisco has other weapons. They got George Kittle. They got Brandon Ayuk. But if you are able to limit Debo Samuel, you will have a better day defensively. Now, you also need to protect Carson Wentz. The San Francisco 49ers have a ton of defensive playmakers. I'm not going to name them all because I will be here for a very long time. So, it long in short, you need to protect Carson Wentz so he can make the throws and get this offense moving. And then finally, no turnovers. The San Francisco offense, while Jimmy G is not a great quarterback, and that is depending on whether they start Jimmy G or they start Trey Lance, you cannot give them opportunities because they will take advantage of them. I am predicting a loss here. The Commanders are going to fall to 8-7. and seven. And then we're coming up to Week 17. This they're going to be at home against Cleveland. So the, Cleveland, obviously, will have Deshaun Watson after they made that crazy blockbuster move. So we do not we do not know what's going to happen to Baker Mayfield, but we do know he will not be playing for them because they will have Deshaun Watson now. An important thing to note is whether Deshaun Watson. Will be suspended, so we may actually see Baker Mayfield, but we do not know. We do not know how long Deshaun Watson will be suspended if he is suspended, and we also do not know if that will be a half or eight-game suspension or a whole-year suspension. So we really don't know the details of what's going to happen with Deshaun, Deshaun Watson. All we know is that he is going to be playing for Cleveland in the future, and that. You need to hope that Watson will not be there while the Commanders play them. That is the rough thing about playing the Browns late in the year, is that if Deshaun Watson has something like a half or a half-season suspension, he will be back by the time Washington faces them, which will be very rough. Um, so the Commanders need to create third and short. They struggled a lot with this last year. You cannot keep going into third down, a third and long. You have to make sure it's a third and manageable for this offense. Then, also, you need to make sure that with this Cleveland offense... Now, Cleveland has lost a lot of weapons. They lost Jarvis Landry. They lost Odell Beckham. But they still have Donovan Donovan Peoples-Jones. They still have David Njoku. So, then they got Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. You have to be able to slow down Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. That one-two punch running back duo. Very effective. They have very good O-line. So you need to be able to slow down that running back room, that running back room. I am predicting a loss here against Cleveland. I think Deshaun Watson will be back in time, and I think that will be too much for Washington to handle. So Washington is going to fall to eight and eight. Coming into week 18 at home against Dallas. So this game, we do not have a date on this game or the Cleveland game. However, Washington needs to make sure they're scoring touchdowns, not field goals. When they get in the red zone, you need to make sure that you need to get into the end zone. You cannot keep getting field goals. While it's good that they're getting points, you need to make sure that you're taking advantage of when you're getting in the red zone. You need to score touchdowns. From there, they need to make sure they can stop Michael Parsons because he has a game wrecker. And then you need to score often. I'm predicting a win here. I think that the Commanders are somehow able to pull through, and they are going to move to 9-8 on the year, and hopefully we will get into the playoffs. Coming up next, I will be discussing overall keys to for the season, things that the Commanders need to do in order to have a su- successful season. All right, so I have the Washington Commanders finishing the season at 9-8, and eight, beating Dallas in week 18 so in order for the commanders season to be successful I have three things listed for the offensive side of the ball number one you need to get the run game going you cannot depend on Carson Wentz to throw his way to a win so far in his last few years we have seen that he struggles with that so The Washington Commanders need to get the run game going. They have Antonio Gibson. They just drafted Brian Robinson. They also have J.D. McKissick. They have some capable running backs. They need to be able to get the run game going and help out Carson Wentz. They need to be able to score with that running game and try and supplement a little bit of that passing attack, hopefully to give Wentz some time, and so hopefully he can be a little more productive with the throws he has. You cannot rely on Wentz to throw the ball 40 times each game. That's just not going to work out. He is not effective enough to win by just throwing the ball 40 times a game. You need to make sure that this running game can really help him out. So, point number two, the commanders need to protect Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz looks to be the starting quarterback this year, and you need to make sure you can protect him. He has been injury-prone all throughout his NFL career. So you need to make sure that this O-line, this revamped O-line, they lost Brandon Sheriff, they cut Eric Flowers. You need to make sure this O-line can not only stay healthy, but they can protect Wentz. Wentz is the key for this offense to to be successful, and you need to make sure you can protect him. And then finally, you need to, to have some other receiving threats. Somebody needs to emerge this year, whether that is Curtis Samuel, whether that is Jahan Dotson, could be De'Ami Brown, could be somebody else that they're going to sign in the future or somebody else on the roster, but you cannot just rely on Terry McLaurin. As good as he is, we have seen that teams will cover him and you cannot just rely on Terry McLaurin to carry your offense. He, as again, he is an excellent player, but you cannot run an offense through one wide receiver. That's just in this day and age, that's just not the way that things are gonna work out. Especially with these all these different coverages that are coming out that are really starting to help out other teams. You need to make sure that you have other receiving threats that can somehow make some big plays and draw attention away from Terry McLaurin. Even maybe Terry McLaurin is the guy you're gonna run your offense through. But you need someone to at least take away Some of that attention So you need someone who's going to start Becoming a viable threat in the NFL And then finally Moving to the defense The defense struggled Multiple times Multiple, multiple, multiple times Giving up the big play The one that comes to mind is Against the New Orleans Saints Where they are going into halftime And Jameis Winston threw the Hail Mary They scored You can't let stuff like that happen You cannot let the big plays happen. You need to stop these big plays. You need to especially stop them from getting these deep bombs. This secondary really needs to take a big leap forward. They struggled a lot last year. They need to take a huge step forward and start playing better coverage. Now, the next point I have is that the defense needs to get off the field and they're done. They struggled a lot with this last year. When given the opportunity, you need to get off the field on third down, get the ball back to your offense. What happened is they kept staying on the field, the defense gets tired, then they score. The opposing team scores. You cannot keep rolling with that mindset and mentality. You need to make sure that your defense can get off the field. And then my final point, you've got to get sacks. We, we talk about this vaunted D-line, you know, Chase Young, Montez Sweat, Jonathan Allen, Jeron Payne. But they really aren't as good as we think they are, at least at this point. I would love to see the commanders be really successful in the D-line. I'd love to see Chase Young win defensive Player of the year. But so far, this D-line has struggled to be as good as other defensive lines. And if we're going to keep talking about them as this vaunted defensive line, the defensive line needs to get sacked. They need to pressure opposing quarterbacks. They need to start changing the game and being factors. You cannot just—I mean, Chase Young, last year, week one against the Chargers, they put in some rookie tackle, and Chase Young couldn't do anything. It was ridiculous. He could not get a sack. Stuff like that. They have to take a step forward. They need to improve. They cannot, cannot— go into next year with the same type of production that they had last year. Washington is not going to be successful. They have to make sure they're pressuring opposing quarterbacks and they are going to get sacks, force turnovers, get fumbles, stuff like that, helping out the offense. So overall, I have the Washington Commanders finishing the season at 9 and 8. So overall, this is I think this is a very good schedule for the Commanders. They have a very good opportunity to get possibly 10 wins and definitely make the playoffs. So, this is a great schedule for the Commanders. Really obviously, they need to improve from last year and they have a good chance this season to possibly get to the playoffs and maybe win a wild card game. I salute our armed forces, firefighters, police officers and emergency personnel. If you like this episode, please rate me 5 stars and follow. God bless you and God bless America.